Well, hello, everybody. Welcome, well, shall I say, party of one, which is moi, <laughs> to episode two of Don't Be a Scaredy Cat. I am Stephanie, and I will be your host today. Super excited to be here for episode two. I am um, after completing episode one yesterday, I, I stopped and um, just had to take a second, pat myself on the back and, um, you know, be proud of myself for stepping outside of my comfort zone and showing up to do what I needed to do um, to move forward and in, in, um, in my dream and help um, others one day overcome their obstacles as well to to reach their goals and their dreams in life. Um, I do realize I, I need an introduction. I need to find some music. I need some catchy introduction for my podcast. So I will be working on that. So I think today um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the things uh, and the obstacles that entrepreneurs face and the fears. What are their fears? And I, I looked online and I, I found this interesting um I wouldn't say it was an article, as it is more of a bullet point um, outlining some of the fears that entrepreneurs had. This one was titled, is titled, How Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg Conquer Fear to Succeed, and I found it on Inc.com. Um, so I'm just going to quickly go over some of these bullet points. And number one is the fear of failure, which is obviously the, you know, the most obvious for an entrepreneur. And it says that successful entrepreneurs never lose this fear but rather harness the energy to drive harder, faster, and better. And it and the best known and the best know that a bad failure means a great lesson. Um, yeah, I mean I can I get that. I, I see where some of my failures in my past have certainly turned out to be the greatest lesson um, for my future to, to move to move forward in that. So that being number one, the fear of failure. Number two says the fear of inadequacy. Wow, I, I know I feel super inadequate um, sometimes. It says many wonder if they're good enough and smart enough to accomplish greatness, but successful entrepreneurs become great learners so they can fill gaps in their education. They also become masters of recruitment to fill the gaps in their capabilities. So it goes back to that knowledge is power. I mean, it's not always what you know, it's um, do you know where to find it? You don't have to know everything. And um, surrounding yourself with people who do, who do have the answers, who can fill those gaps um, where you're not able to, to do that yourself. So the fear of inadequacy. Number three is fear of the market. It says catching the market just right can be the surf, can be like surfing a giant wave all the way to the beach. But as so with the ocean, if you miscalculate the wave's trajectory, it will slam you into the sand headfirst and crush you. But successful entrepreneurs show a healthy respect for market forces and study the dynamics so they can capitalize. Um, know your market study don't go in blind super important i know um it takes so much time and you have to invest in that and i think that some you know sometimes i fall short in that i don't always want to be learning i don't always want to 
um, have my nose in the computer, have my nose in a book, and I haven't. And I, and that's where my fears lies because I don't educate myself. I'm not putting myself out there to um, empower myself. So that's a great lesson. Um, great lesson to to know. A fear of fraud. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I sometimes I I feel like a fraud because um, I show up and you know um, feel like I know or say that I know more than I do. And I, I you know, it's not a lie. It's not like I'm out saying that at my that I, I can do something that I can't. Um, but I think that goes back to be feeling insecure about myself is just not having, not having that confidence. So I feel like a fraud when I, um, you know, when I show up to do a job at times, not all the time. I mean, I'm, you know, there are times when I've been hired for positions. I'm like, how did I get here? I don't have the education that some people do. I don't have, um, you know, the credentials behind my name, but I have heart and I've worked hard to get to, um, the level in my, my career to, to do, um, the certain jobs and do it well. But again, that goes, you know, it's that inner talk where, because I don't have the credentials, I don't have the education, um, that I, and I compare myself to those people that do, but education comes in, in many different forms. Um, and that knowledge comes in diff- many different ways. So the fear of fraud, it says that successful entrepreneurs are careful not to stretch the truth beyond reality. Even an inkling of legitimacy allows them to maintain credibility. Um, and the fear of selling. Oh, like selling yourself, selling your product, your services. Says although practice of sales is, nece- is a necessary requirement for success, most people detest trying to push something on someone else. But successful entrepreneurs want their product or services to be the obvious choice and effectively use marketing to attract customers. So fewer sales pitch, so fewer sales pitches are required. And this is what I like. Um, this is what I like about the book Expert Secrets, written by Russell Brunson. I, I spoke on him yesterday. You know, he's he's so clear on, you know, not selling a product or not selling your service. But, you know, what you're doing is, is you're selling a movement. Like, what are you doing? How is it that with within your dream do you want to touch others and what does that look like and um, how do you create that movement behind it Um, you know part of what he says in his book um, in the introduction is he says I'm going to teach you to fundamentally the fundamentals of persuasion storytelling building a tribe becoming a leader and how to communicate with people who enter in who enter into your group if I do not do my job right, you are no longer. If I do my job right, you are no longer going to look at your business as a product or a service or even an offer, but instead you look at it as a movement of people you've been called to serve. You know, 
that's how I that's how I feel about my project and, and what I'm in the process of developing. And I've always had that heart to serve. I'm not a sales guy. I hate to ask for money. I hate to um, you know, go in and be this hard sales kind of person, but I I know that what I'm doing is, is gonna help people. I know that it's gonna fill a gap in the market. I know um I know that the that there's a need for this and I know that there's a community and a tribe of people out there, my people, my tribe, that are gonna be able to utilize this. So if I can create that movement and say, you know, here, here's here's this here's this need that I want to fill and I want to help you and I want to look at it that way and um be of service and not try to sell a product. It kind of eliminates that part of the fear of selling because people get your heart they get what you're trying to do um and that's my goal and and that's my journey is to get there um what does that look like there's a lot of work ahead of me you don't just arrive because you have that epiphany epiphany um there's the work that goes behind it but it definitely eases that part of the fear of selling that gives me, you know, that panic, um, sometimes, well, all the time, well, (laughs) it wanes, so, um, number six, the fear of public speaking, um, so successful entrepreneurs share their vision clearly, powerfully, and succinctly, they know that they must be confident on the podium to inspire others to follow the vision, so they grow in their confidence and, you know, that confidence comes, I think that it's that layer effect, that confidence comes with time. It comes with knowing um, where you're headed. It comes with the study and aligning yourself with like-minded people, educating yourself through reading, through live events, um, you know, uh, all of that, all of that work, again, it's work and it's, it's investing your time and all that, you know, the confidence comes. And of course, you know, there's that fear of just people looking at you as well that you have to overcome. But the core of it is if you have the confidence, if you can obtain that confidence um, in what you're doing and then inspire others, you know, to follow your vision, it's, um, can't wait to get there. <laughs> Let's see. Um, number seven is the fear of leadership. Um, being a leadership is a choice that weighs much more heavily than just being a boss or starting a company. All successful entrepreneurs know that leadership is their number one priority. They study listen and sacrifice to make sure that people who follow are continuously inspired, motivated and rewarded for their efforts. That's I for me that would be a number one priority is to be a great leader, to be able to inspire those people that choose to um come to be part of my community and my tribe and my vision of of what I want to do um, and where I'm going. You know, there is no I in teamwork. We've heard that a thousand times. We do nothing alone. Um, it's impossible. We we don't succeed alone. 
we don't walk through this life alone. And if we can inspire people, if I can inspire people to um, be on my team, and it's so hard to find good, loyal people. And, and they don't just come to you and they don't just stay. So learning to be a good leader, um, I, I, for me, I would think is the the foundation of it all. I mean, you can have all those other things under you. You can be a good speaker. You can conquer your fear. You can, um, you know, be able to sell or not be, feel like you're a fraud. But if you can't lead these people... Or allow them to lead you when necessary. What's it all for? Um, fear of competition. Okay, so let's talk about this one. Um, you know, I mean, there's always somebody out there that's done it longer, that has, does it better. And um, that can definitely uh, hold me back in my tracks. And it has, you know, and, and my perfectionism comes in because of my project and what I'm trying to do. Okay, I'll stop myself from, or I, I, I wouldn't say that I have stopped myself, but the perfectionism of wanting to get everything right, every detail right, um, has kept me from probably moving forward quicker than I, I could have because of the competition. I feel like you have one shot for that first impression and back um, in 2011 and 12, 13, when I was working on my project and had done a, an initial launch, you know, um, it was good. I, w I was glad to do it, but then having to pull back um, for you know, reasons beyond my control, there's, you know, there's some embarrassment there of, oh, well, she tried and she failed. But I guess it has to go back to and you think about your and your greatest failures or your your biggest failures are your greatest lessons. Um, but coming back to that perfectionism and the fear of your competition, it says here um, successful entrepreneurs respect and study their competition. They create long-term strategies to differentiate in ways competitors can't follow easily. So I feel like I've done that. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like I've done that. I feel like I have definitely set myself apart from some of the competition, but, um, but that doesn't do me any good unless I can move forward and get past the fears and insecurities and finally get, get it out there. So working on that one, number nine is the fear of time, um, you know, trying to be in control of it. The time, time is one of the few elements that um, can affect one way or another as far as what we can control. It's, um, it says that successful entrepreneurs understand time is a constant and learn how to harness its power through productivity and efficiency. So I, successful people manage their time and I could definitely do a much better job of that. I you know, sometimes I like to, well, not sometimes, let's just put it out there. I like my downtime. I like to watch TV. <laughs> I like to watch my ID TV. I love to watch my ghost stories. And I have wasted a lot of time 
in front of the television. And I admit that because, you know, I want to be real. I, I have to be honest. This is my journey. And if I don't put it out there, then, you know, how am I going to help myself or how am I, God willing, going to be able to help others who may be struggling with the same thing. So, you know, time management, I'm not good at it. I um, get distracted very easily. I let the little things get in the way of, you know, the bigger picture. Focus is a big thing. So that's an area I'm going to have to work on and I need to, to learn about and how do I keep the distractions from coming in or how do I better manage that? And fear of embarrassment. I mean, enough said, right? But successful entrepreneurs know that showing a healthy amount of humility is the surest way to maintain the respect they crave. Hmm. You know, humility is, I think um, without humility, we're not going to make it Okay, I say we, but with that, for me, humility, you know, allows me to either, um, I don't know, it's a big deal, you know, humble ourselves and know that we're not going to be perfect all the time. We're going to fail, we're going to embarrass ourselves, things are going to happen, you know, Pick yourself up, brush yourself off, laugh it off, admit your wrongs, laugh at the, you know, the things that um, could either make you or break you, and learn from it. Lord knows um, everybody needs to laugh once in a while, and (laughs) if you can laugh at it, then you're good. Um, And then the fear of people. So successful entrepreneurs understand that scalability requires the attention, development, and retention of great people. They make sure their systems and cultures in place that make the people the priority in the organization. So you know, for this, it sounds like they're talking about the people within your organization. Um, those aren't the people that I'm af- I would be afraid of. Those are the people that... You know, I would run to it's the it's the end user, it's the people that um, I'm trying to gather into my community and um, bring into my tribe that that I'm afraid of. That um, like, what if what if I get them here and I I can't you know live up to their ex- expectations and you know, the reality of it is, is that we're never going to live up to everybody's expectations. We, we can't even live up to our own, but, um, to understand that and to be able to know that you're not going to make everybody happy, but to be content, um, and move past the fear of knowing, okay, this is, this is to be expected. And you put your focus in the people that, you are meeting their needs and you know you're meeting their expectations and then the others you know take what you can and leave the rest behind and I think that um you know for me that's a big area as well that I'm gonna have to focus on and figure out so those are the 11 um 
fears that entrepreneurs have and the way that they succeed um, and work through them. But I also just, you know, want to reiterate the fact um, in my epiphany in reading this expert secret book. And I'm only on the first 42 pages. I'm, I'm reading it over and over because I want to understand. Like, I want it to sink in. I want to, um, I want to make sure that I'm doing this right. And what has sunk in the most is, is the fact that I need to look at what I'm doing as creating a movement, not selling a product, not selling a service, but making a difference in, in people's lives. And knowing that uh, by doing that, I can, um, I can come to that place of, of contentment and focus and look at it in a different way than being a hard-selling entrepreneur who's trying to push something down somebody's throat. Um, instead, ha I can have my heart and soul into what I'm doing and my beliefs, and it transitions the whole perspective. But All right, my friends or me, myself, and I. Um, I will close episode two with this. Um, we don't have to be a scaredy cat. We just show up and walk through it afraid and know that we're not alone. We can do this. That's the end of episode two, and we will talk to you tomorrow on episode three.